Kirby. Yeah. Right, Welcome to Cla- uh, Talking Heads Classic Gaming Podcast. Hest, I'm your host, Kieran, with uh, the Ginger Cringer, Reese, <laughs> and then and the head librarian Jamie. And joining us today is a very special guest. Go on. Hi, my name's my name's Katie, and I'm here to talk about Kirby with y'all. Yes, we're having a. A sudden change from Mega Man X, thanks to a series where you have had to question about whether fighting is the right way to bring about peace or some shit, to Kirby, where you get to play as an adorable pink puff that goes around slaughtering other cute and innocent creatures, and you have a regular fight against an Eldritch Abomination because I swear that Galeem and Dargon are nothing new for Kirby. So, Jamie, experience with Kirby? Uh, so, my only experience of Kirby was. Um, some game on the N64 or the GameCube? N64. N64 has crystal shards. And uh, his most, or his or her, should I say, most recent outing uh, on the Switch. Star Allies. uh, Also, yes, Kirby is a guy. Oh, I don't think I'd know that. Have you been researching that? There are absolutely no indicators. If you look closely... There are actually no indicators it, what gender he is. Kieran, what have you been doing behind closed <laughs> doors? It's basic research. <laughs> you can find on any Smash Trophy description. Ah, I oh? see. What a good defense. Hey. So, Reese, your experience at the Pink Puff? And then tell us about your experience with Kirby. <laughs> uh, very brief Smash. <laughs> Um, very, very brief um, emulation on my phone, which I completely forgot which one it was. Was it GBA? Yep. Then it's either Nightmare and Dreamlight or Amazing Mirror. Probably now, Amazing Mirror. Now, from my experience, only really I, I heard of Kirby because as of the anime, Kirby White Bad Catcher, and I got into Smash Bros. Brawl, primarily because Mario was there, so was Sonic, and I also recognized Kirby in Pokemon. Glad you didn't get the intimate details. <laughs> God Proceed. damn it, Reese. Proceed. Huh? On the show? Thus far, I haven't really I played I much of the franchise. I've only played the first Dreamland, then Adventure and its remake. Hey, Amazing Mirror, Superstar and Dreamcast, my SNES Classic. Hey, Triple Deluxe, and a bit of Star Allies, with Katie, who will proceed to talk about her experience in the franchise. Okay, um, let's see. Do not say hail marks over and over. <laughs> okay, so, I think I really started to get into Kirby when I was about 15 years old. Uh, I decided to download Triple Deluxe for the 3DS, and I actually really enjoyed it. It was really cute, definitely. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah. So what is it we like about Kirby, guys? What, what's 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 uh, well? First of all, actually, for for people like myself who are kind of noobs to the whole to the whole Kirby thing, what's the what's the story? What is Kirby? Kirby's he's referred to as a Star Warrior because there's no actual species name I'm given him, and he crash lands on planet Pop Star. He eventually becomes everybody's favorite character. To the dismay of King D, who's pretty much a authority, except it's all, it's a name only because he's more or less a fat, fat penguin, 
and it just likes to be a dick. And when he saw that Kirby was getting all the attention, he decided to take it out on Dreamland and uh, cause a food shortage, which Kirby promptly he dealt off by slaughtering a, a tree with have eyes and a mouth, and that thing shows up multiple times. A couple of characters that had their own game before Kirby showed up, then a giant airship, then and a thundercloud with a single eye, and then DDD himself in a wrestling arena. And that's pretty much Dreamland subbed up in a nutshell. Okay. Starting from Adventure on the NES, Kirby he managed to obtain what is now known as the Copy Billies. By channeling his inner Mega Man, he can suck an enemy. He rides up, inhale them, swallow them, and out comes, well, a sword, a scepter to launch energy beams. He might even breathe fire. Eh, who knows? Glad that you ended up emphasizing the word suck there, Kieran. Well, that's what you do most of the time, and Kirby. The context is that Kirby's primary method of, of gaining his abilities is usually by inhaling his enemies. <laughs> And already the dirty jokes have begun. Well, because it's, it's, I, it started with your little bit of information there, Kieran. It's your intimate relationship. We're getting more into the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the guy that was conceived via Goldeneye. We promise never to bring that up again. <laughs> and you oh, decide I had to take things out of context, even though that's my shtick. Get back to the podcast. I'm going to go so, cry. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a... No way, Kirby since then has more or less been a franchise, since it's all about the rather forgiving platforming, considering that you can basically fly forever, uh, the adorable hats that Kirby can don with its copy abilities, and the average Eldritch Abomination, such as Darkness itself, there's also a random Jester, son of a bitch, there's Megalore and the a crown theme from Adventure, you know, it's just standard fair. Go and fight some Lovecraftian shit, and then come back home to have cake. Okay. Uh, so, you started off telling us what Kirby was all about, and that went on to a long rant there. <laughs> Katie, what, uh, you, do you play Smash Super Smash Brothers? I, I do, sometimes, yeah. Uh-huh. Why is Kirby, like, the most powerful character? Um, Favoritism. Because Masahiro Sakurai, the creator of Smash, was also the father of Kirby. Yeah, there was that. Kind of forgot. Is that right? So, so he's the the same guy that created Super Smash Brothers. Also created Kirby. The only yeah. reason why Kirby survived World of Light. Yeah. Well, it's right. also because again, Kirby's dealt with Eldritch abominations on more or less a weekly basis. Galim's little light beam fest was just another Tuesday for the guy. I want to deal with King DDD. He's fat. He trained himself to be such that he could rival. Kirby, he doesn't have Kirby Billies, but as Smash 4 will tell you, he doesn't need them. He's perfect. Hmm? His crush animation Smash even has him just has doing that whole draw me like once you're French penguins pose, and it can be an effective taunt, even in Smash Ultimate Online Play, where you can't have taunts. Therefore, DD is perfection. So do you go DDDDD every time? No, I go fast. Sonic. Oh, Sonic. He is not my favorite character in Smash. I think this is supposed to be a, a podcast about Kirby, and I know yeah. that once we get to a certain Kirby character, Smash will come into discussion, but we'd, we'd best move on. Is Meta Knight just Kirby and 
He is actually more or less Kirby's same species, but unlike Kirby, who doesn't mind showing his face to the world, no more Manite's true face shows up, he immediately gets the hell out because defeat by modesty, I guess. Mm-hmm. Although he does have one half a badass baritone that also has has slight hints of a Spanish accent that was blatantly prevalent in the anime. Makes him sound like Luis Serra from Resident Evil 4 at times. We which means I'm now imagining Meta Knight asking someone for a smoke. <laughs> Wasn't Meta Knight voiced by the same guy whose voice broke from Pokemon or, or uh, something? Ah, I have, you have no clue. It's been a long since I've if ever bought of watching the Pokemon anime. I think I might have just heard it from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, now that we've brought up the subject of Man Knight, he too is a Star Warrior like Kirby, but unlike Kirby, he's more or less just a child. Man Knight is a full grown adult who also wields the most powerful sword in the known universe, as Galaxia, and, and was infamous for making him bitches rage quit and brawl, as he was quite literally the most powerful character in that game. He's been nerfed since then, but put it this way. He's extremely hard to kill because of his has good recovery. He's on all of his special moves, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a reason why people came up with the meme all aboard the SS Man Knight because that was his tier. SS. He was. Well, more or less just God tier, I guess. I'm trying to think of a Dragon Ball meme. No. And this is to go! Even further beyond! And then Reese left due to Dragon Ball being solidified as a meme. Hey. So yeah, Mad so. Knight is more or less the hey, Kirby that has permanent access to Sword and Wayne throughout the franchise. Katie, so. what does Katie like about Kirby? It's cute. Yeah, yeah, it's really cute. And, and that is the end of our PSA. <laughs> and, um, I just like the characters and the stories, mm -hmm. and I like—I don't know—I like how how creepy it gets near the end. I guess. Mm -hmm. so, what's your favorite Kirby game? Ooh, let's see. Superstar Ultra. Well, there's that, and I think there might be Star Allies. That's also a really good one. That's the most recent one. Yeah. Yes. I should also mention now we're going to briefly hey, jump ahead to Superstar, where Kay's absolute favorite goddamn character of all time made his debut. Oh, Jester Satan, I mean Marks. Jester Satan. Now, she can take the reins on this one because I don't feel nearly as qualified to talk about how Marks as she is. Hey, Marks. What? what? <laughs> you can talk about Marks now. Oh, yeah, um... <laughs> Yeah, Marx is one of the boss characters from the Kirby series. He um, he made his first appearance in Superstar or Fun Pack in UK in a in a in a story arc called Milky Way Witches, and he ended up becoming a final boss for that game. He's actually really um, really powerful, actually. She's also wearing a t-shirt of his silhouette oh, while yeah. we speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could you tell that he's like her absolute favorite character? Mark's got that, that godlike power because he managed to stop Kirby from making a wish, which would allow how some giant clock thing called Nova to stop the sun and moon from beating the shit out of each other. Okay. But then Mark's got 
demonic rings, demonic lasers, demonic heck, heck screams that will tear your hearing apart. And then he came back in Star Allies. Well, you must keep him well fed, otherwise he will consume your souls. Okay. Really? Reese consumed any souls recently? Well, um, judged by the freckle count, I would say yes. Oh, are they all, <laughs> are they all souls that you well, consumed? Well, it, it is said wow. that once upon a blue moon, a ginger will consume your soul. Okay. Once upon a blue moon. Exactly. Okay. In other words, it's very rare. All right. That's why Katie and Kieran are lucky right now. But it does happen. It does happen, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. My freckle count is growing by the day. Okay. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Moving on. Superstar Ultra also gave us the introduction of Mark's soul, which I can only assume to be Mark's, but just raw power for the universe to create an eldritch abomination of even greater proportions, where Kirby must continue to slaughter him, I guess. Superstar Ultra was also the debut of my personal favorite character, Erin Olive Kirby. Hey, the greatest warrior the galaxy has ever known, Galacta Knight. Basically, Mad Knight, both angelic greens, a shield weapon damage a bit more pink, and also is one of the toughest bosses whenever he shows up. He is also the only character to have a rock hack theme, usually along the lines of the greatest warrior in the galaxy, and that's also one of the best tracks in all of Kirby. He has shown up. I was a boss in Superstar Ultra, Adventuree, Planet Robobot, and what and does show up briefly in Star Allies before getting well nuked by a butterfly like possessing him and turning into Morpho Knight, which actually is the design of one of Man Knight's bear designs. However, in a moment that will still make me bitter, Galactonite was a planned but cancelled character for Star Allies. I am totally not bitter about that whatsoever. What are you talking about? So, oh yeah. Huh. Huh. So, okay, favorite Kirby game. I thought I. Uh, I thought you, yeah, you, you did. <laughs> oh, god damn it. My... It's fine. It's an absolute roundabout here. <laughs> Don't worry, it takes us a while to get back to the point. Yeah. Well, let's see. How about we talk about the copy abilities? They're pretty Yay. much the main reason why you play Kirby games, and while there are a few mainstays like Sword, which has become more of a Legend of Zelda reference, Fire, Ice, do not mix them together. You'll get Steam. Let's see, there's also Spark, Hammer, and all that stuff, but there's also ones unique for each game that may or may not actually come back. So, favorite copy ability, Kirby. I mean, Katie. See. Apparently you're curvy, by the way, so you might want to answer your own personal opinion. <laughs> um, Hi! Hi! <laughs> that, that doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, favourite copy ability. I like... Ooh. Is Mark's an option? <laughs> Mark's is not an option, no. Well, Mark's he... is too obvious for an option. <sighs> Okay, uh, um, okay, seriously, um, how about Hammer? Hammer's good, right? Precisely, that's actually a pretty good choice for our best ability. And it's surprisingly versatile for what is essentially a wooden mallet. Now, so my favorite, I always like to go oh, with Sword. Well, it's just because I prefer fast, quick, and up-close attacks. But I've also developed an affinity for other abilities like LASER! Alright. And also, Kay loves Mirror. Yeah. 
Mirror showed up in Superstar and Superstar Ultra, which did and it didn't reappear until Planet Robobot, of all things. But that's yeah. And, and now to we'll talk about the fourth member of Kirby's main friends, Bandana Waddle D. So, Bandana Waddle D is more or less has an incentive extra as he was a member of the crowd during the Mass DD Fighting Superstar Ultra. He has since become one of, of Kirby's primary friends, hence, and in an adventure and Star Allies, he's effectively the shoehorn in for the spear ability, where you can impale heal your enemies with maximum um, bloodless carnage. It also acts as a helicopter. And he has an endless supply of them. I mean, to be fair, Waddle Dee more or less abides by the bro code. Out in every way Waddle. possible. Yes, his species is pronounced Waddle Dee. There's also the one-eyed variants called the Hey Waddle uh, Dews that provide cover with their beam ability. And then there's the Gordos, spiked ball fiends that heads are typically impossible to kill and are part of DDD's moveset. Meanwhile, Hale Help Reese is trying to bust a move on a chair. Exactly. Hey! Hmm. How about we talk about some other Kirby villains? Let's talk about Magalore. Yeah. Uh... So Magalore is basically this weird egg space thing that crash landed onto a planet pop star. Yes, Kirby's home planet is a star. Don't question it. It's he's even able to potentially break the thing in half of the we Superstar found, minigame. We found Kirby's but family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so after Reese. His commits Kirby homicide by consuming strawberry bonbons. We're gonna continue talking about Magalore. So he crash lands mm, on planet Pop Star and his ship is pretty much damaged beyond repair. He needs to get parts. Kirby is such a nice guy that he'll get head them back. With Mana Knight DD and of course has has Bandana D providing support. But he then gets the crown from a four-headed dragon thing called Landia, and then he proceeds to try and take over the universe or something. <sighs> you know, it's never easy with these sorts of people, is it, Katie? No. Why can't they just ask Kirby to, you know, do their weekly shopping for a year? I mean, it's not all that hard, they could just... Uh, typical main villain shtick. Take on... <laughs> <laughs> I have killed him! Alright, so now. To me. Auto revive, bitch. So, Kay, do you wanna uh, talk about Susie from Planet Robobot? Uh, sure, yeah. <coughs> yeah, Susie, um. Susie, some of the. What was that? Anti villains or something? Yep. More or, or less. From Planet Robobot. And she works as a secretary for. President Holtman, who I have a feeling is based off of Donald Trump, to be honest. Well, his full name is Max Prophet Holtman. Max Prophet Holtman. But yeah. Genuous. So, she ends up uh, trying to help Kirby afterwards. No, it is more of her own, own, oh, yeah. own agenda, and it turns out that she may or may not be the far-to-be-deceased daughter of of Holtman, where he spent so much time trying to get Star Dream to give him the wish of bringing his daughter back, and then stuff happened. 
Eh. Yeah, Kirby can get pretty dark at times, and that's become more and more of a thing as the series has gone on. I mean, it's not Superstar Ultra, the mere existence of Galactonite being this super powerful being that needed to be sealed again, and again, and again. Then there was Adventure Wii with have have Magalore. Then there was Triple Deluxe with Tyranza and Queen Sectonia and her vision for beauty. Hey, because of her own sullied grace. Hey, and then we get to Blind Rubber Bar, where we have the implications of a family being torn apart uh, by some jackass god. And then we go to Star Allies, which... Religion. Also, in Blind Rubber Bar, Planet pops on it, Citizens get a bar sized Saturday M. Sonic style. Just to say, I've stepped back into the room. The time of sitting at 20 minutes for the podcast so far... Mm, how many minutes of those 20 do you think has been just Kieran talking? Well, no one bothers Six, to try and 19 minutes and 30 seconds. Exactly. I'm pretty sure Kay's gone and in enough to... At least, to we, got, at least we got to learn about uh, Kieran's romantic relationship with Kirby early on. Yeah, that was good to know. He's, a, uh, he's Kieran, a fucking child! Now, if you're going to swear, I can't be involved in the podcast for swearing. This is my job. Kirby is a child. What is wrong with you, Weeps? Uh, easy. The comments you made early into the podcast. Yes, yeah, not. Well, then not again. Been checking. Exactly. <laughs> well, to be hey, fair, a lot of people have just made the dirty joke that Kirby sucks. Am I right? Or more or less, just a stupid pun. That I don't know why I'm curious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you made the joke before? <laughs> 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 Hey! <laughs> well, so anyway, um, let's talk about um, Sega Racing All Stars Classics Racing. <laughs> it's out! Have you played it? Team Sonic Racing is out. I have not played it yet. I'm waiting until I get paid this week to get it. Should be only like 35 quid on the Switch. And I honestly can't wait for it. It's 55 on Xbox One. I it's only... Please, please. I think it's only 34.99 on Switch download. It's also like 34.98 on Amazon. Is it any good though? What are the reviewers saying? It's actually... From what I've seen, it's a pretty good game. Of course, it being handled by Simo Digital, who handled the previous All-Stars games, and Sega Superstars Tennis, this is to be expected. The problem is, is that, combined with Sonic Mania, which is developed by a bunch of fans, it feels like Sonic Team's sort of losing their way. I mean, Sonic Forces was developed hurt by Sonic Team, and that's uh, more or less an average mess. Oh boy, we went from Kirby to Sonic, but this Again. time it was Sonic. instigated by someone else. Uh-huh. Uh, also out this week on the Switch is Resident Evil Four and Zero and One for some reason. Hey, nobody. <laughs> they, they didn't do the best Resident Evil game of all time, Resident Evil Two. They just went for Resident Evil Zero. Well, Resi 2 Remake four. would be a bit and hard to run on the Switch. Resident Evil 4 doesn't have the motion controls. I thought it was going to have the motion controls. Well, honestly, I can live without them since I've played on the PS2 version enough times to get used to having to play a game with normal controls, but the Wii is still the king in terms of accessibility. Now, as Katie is wondering, what the hell are we actually talking about? Why is this Resident Evil? And why have we gone from... Um, a franchise about pink puffballs to bioweapons and memes. some of the goriest stuff. Also, yes, we are going to talk about the memes and the Jill sandwiches. Yes. But Peach let's just flavor. go oh, back to Kirby. Did you know that two of the final bosses in the franchise 
Ice expel blood whenever Kirby hits them. They are the final bosses of the true variety in Dreamland 3 and Kirby 64. Which makes Kirby There's blood a in a Kirby game. Kirby is a murderer. American Kirby is hardcore. And on that note, we need to talk about that. Kirby, like many franchises, like Mega Man, for example, has been made to try and look more hardcore and edgy to appeal to those Americans to the... I don't know which side they are in comparison to where we are right now. It's a math perspective, really, but the important thing is, let's just say a lot of American box arts for Kirby games, and even some commercials, particularly the one for Dreamland 2, have tried their damnedest to make Kirby look hardcore. I mean, a lot of box arts before Triple Deluxe, which just had the same box art across all regions, Kirby either looked mischievous or outright right, aggressive. Compared to the Japanese and Europeans, which are perfectly okay to accept, he's an adorable pink puffball who does not carry the danger of potentially destroying our food supplies because he'll eat it all. And the human race itself. Well, to be fair, Kirby's stomach is like an alternate dimension entirely. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. What is in Kirby's stomach then? What would, an what alternate do you know? dimension! I was, I was going, I was going to make a four joke, but... <laughs> It's oh fine. no! <laughs> Reese, I know that if we're talking about pink puffballs, you'll want to talk about Android 21, but we'll save that for when we talk about Dragon no, Ball fighting I'm, games. I'm, I'm clean. <laughs> I'm clean. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah, you won't. We can't hear you, Reese. Come back. <laughs> just, just for the, sake of the audience. Reese is now spinning around in her chair, his chair, going I'm clean. And almost, and Kieran has almost made me attack Katie. Thanks, Kieran. <laughs> Don't worry, we will not harm the ramen. I am not a weapon. Well, umbrella can change that. How dare! <laughs> back to Kirby, man. Yep. Back so to Kirby. Oh yeah, Kirby has an alternate dimension inside of him, where some abilities can probably bench press an entire level, in fact, with the right ability, he can even split his own planet in half, and again, fights other abominations on a daily basis. Now, we're gonna need to let Kay talk more about the re most recent Kirby game star allies and what she thinks about it, which means no interruptions from me or Reese, but he doesn't care. Start yeah, Kirby Star Allies came out on the Switch in what was it? Last year in March. Should have. Yeah, and it's it'll be and it's on the Switch, so yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, actually. You can do all sorts of things in Star Allies. You can summon characters from other games to fight with you on your quest to. It's basically for the player co-op. Basically. <laughs> well, yes, you do fight an evil religious cult. So, actually, that's fairly up to scripts. So yeah. Well, let's see, did no, the major sisters wear black robes, the main antagonist wears damn white robes, and then becomes part of a creature that looks like it has Majora's Mask. But more importantly, you get to have up to four players, where you usually have player one playing as Kirby in a single in the main campaign, alongside any enemies that you can and become best friends with, alongside other characters that have been added via DLC. And 
Like in other Kirby games that have involved co-op, you can even refill your ally's health when you eat food by a... Uh... Key, how does Kirby or anyone else heal their allies when they've eaten food? I wasn't paying attention. Oh yeah, they... oh yeah, it's really cute. So pay attention. They they heal each other by kissing while sharing their food. How cool is that? Hey, hey, that sort of, of healing mana is potent as shit. It's it's got the source for all the bromance, except there are ramen in the roster, which is actually a hey, fairly nice to spice things up a bit. There is no Kirby Yaoi that I know of. Probably best not to uh, dive I onto that part of the internet, <laughs> my I, boy. I, I feel you have, so... No, I'll not really. Say, I'll just leave it to you. Kirby Yowie has now been brought into a podcast. Oh, no. Shut up, Reese. <laughs> Reese. Reese, without context, people are going to think you look at that stuff. <laughs> well, I don't. I look up different Yowie. I mean, no, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> What? Podcast what? resume. <laughs> Let's move on to the fact that Kirby can copy the abilities of any fighter in Smash so he can use the homing attack like Sonic, spit out fireballs like Mario, use Cloud's Buster Sword for a wave attack, and even use Joker's gun. Yes, Kirby can use guns now, and maybe a knife. Kirby is so edgy. Kirby's so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he could even get the whips of have Simon and Richter Belmont. He could even throw Mega Man's metal blades. He's, he could use a fire sword like our boy Roy. And he can even throw grenades like Solid Snake. Because yes, if you have so much as any bit of sentience and you're of a an appropriate size, Kirby can send you into his ultimate dimension of his stomach and, you know, copy your powers. Though in Smash, he does end up expelling whoever he, he inhales so that you can continue to fight without making Kirby a major game-breaker. So, what uh, copy power in Smash do you like to use as Kirby? Oh, just whatever I can find, to be honest. Hmm. Honestly, I don't even use them anymore. I weren't using them in the first place because I don't think I'd need them. Well, they can. Kirby's inhaling can at least immobilize his enemies. DDD is all about how to wielding that hammer hammer. And oh, by the way, I should mention this right now. If you inhale DDD and copy him and smash, Kirby will just get another inhaling ability. He, he sucked up the ability to suck. Succession. <laughs> and then there's Meta Knight, who Kirby just gets the Mark Tornado, and you know, back in Brawl, that would also mean that Kirby could have better recovery. Kirby's also got a hammer of his own, own a, a cutter, her sword that you can use to potentially commit suicide if you don't aim it just right, and can even transform into a stone of any variety, like a thwomp, or just another regular now, Block. Personally, I don't really main Kirby all that much because, yes, while he is genuinely more accessible, he's also fairly easy to launch, and I'd rather play a Sonic, Mega Man, Luigi, 
Cloud. Luigi. Hey, let's see. Hey, actually, Katie. Let's talk about some of the Kirby spin-offs, like Kirby Fighters and Diddy's Drum Dash and all that stuff. <coughs> yeah. So starting, so yeah, Kirby games have always had mini games you could try out. Like in Superstar, one of them um what involved Kirby in testing his strength akin to a, a mini game from Street Fighter One. Only the best result possible can split Planet Popstar in half. But what we're going to be talking about is the mini games that got their own separate releases. In Kirby Triple Deluxe, we got Kirby Fires and DD's Drum Dash, which got deluxe versions on the VDS eShop. Yep. And any experience with those, Katie? Ooh, um... Pretty sure you did play Kirby Fires Deluxe at one point. I sure did. It was... It was pretty good. And because you had some save data for Triple Deluxe, you got a couple of extra copy abilities, a new yep. stage, and... And an unlockable hat for Beam was that of Marx, which clearly means she would main the hell out of that. It's Personally, true. I'd rather go with Archer, which is absolutely broken in Trouble Deluxe, Sword, or Spear, or but if Reese is going to bang his head on the table. Yeah. I neither of us. push ups for a second. <laughs> Just. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, Diddy's Drum Dash, neither of us have played. Have you? Um, I played it on Triple Deluxe. Well, never got around to the deluxe version. Playing it on the deluxe, no. Yeah, but now we got to move on to Planet Robots. It's uh, mini games, and while the Kirby ah. a 3D Blast thing is something I don't think either of us have played, because of the freemium um, nature of of Team Kirby Clash as deluxe, both of us have played it, and I also managed to be all the bosses and nearly maxed out Kirby. So, yeah, opinions on it, Katie? The Team Kirby Clash Deluxe. It was really cool. I was hyped for it. I was hyped for playing a sort of fantasy RPG-inspired Kirby spin-off. Well, it's more or less something like Kingdom Hearts, where so many core mechanics RPG-based, but you're primarily being in the ever-loving in hell out of your enemies. Yep. And even come with second phases and whatnot. We even get returning classics like the Ice Dragon from Dreamland 2. And you even get to fight an alternate dimension version of Susie. Yes. Hey. But. But yeah, it's derived from um, a minigame on Planet Robot, as we mentioned earlier. Star Allies, as far as we know, does not have any of that, but we should also talk about another side game that was given a physical release, Kirby Battle Royale, which K Katie has played, and I have not. Thoughts? It was... It was alright, yeah. It's basically top-down on Kirby, but with more emphasis on combat and competition, as King Deity is hosting a tournament where the prize is a big cake. And that's the story, yeah. bye. <laughs> but seriously though, you can also get Man Knight's a playable character, yeah. especially if you've, you've played the hey, free demo that also does not have limited tries, unlike almost every other 3DS demo in existence. Hey. <laughs> but you can also use Amiibo to unlock alternate costumes, including a mask for Man Knight that's based on Galactonite. When I heard of that, I thought that you could actually play as Galactonite in Battle Royale. Unfortunately, that is not the case, and we are all saddened about it. Rest in peace, a playable Galactonite. 
<sighs> so, oh yeah. And let's see. There's not much else. Blowout blast, have we? Blowout blast is. It's just top down copy without any sort of copy abilities. And it requires you to rack up the score as much as possible. And apparently, as a standalone game with the deluxe version, it's not. It's apparently kind of average from people like Ant Dude, who are major Kirby fans, by the way. But. But it's, it's probably worth a look. Now, the devs behind Kirby are thinking of trying to do something new for the uh, Pink Puffball going forward after Star Allies. Okay, what would you li like to see brought into the Kirby formula? Ooh. Marks everywhere. Yes, uh, an entire well, an entire background page covered in Marks. And playable Marks. Yes. Well, I mean, Star Allies <laughs> already, copy Star Allies already gave her that. I just want a spin-off of Marks now. <laughs> that could actually hey, be a decent game in its own right. Maybe it would explain how he came back oh from the death gosh. of Star Allies. Maybe Nintendo could make a sort of like a spin-off game that's based on Milky, the Wishy Milky Way Wishes uh, game, but instead he plays Marks and he tries to take over Popstar. I got an idea. Yeah. A full 3D Kirby game. Virtual reality! Sure! Yeah! Sure, let's give Kirby Labo VR to the public. I'm sure <laughs> that people won't mind having enemies gain up close and personal when they begin <laughs> inhaling them. <sighs> Actually, we. Hey. I. I kind of forgot when exactly I got into Kirby, but I think it was a lot of the time I was exposed to the wild world of emulation and tried out the GBA games Amazing Mirror and Nightmare in Dreamland, which are you both monster. I don't mind emulation. All of your money should go to Sakurai. All of it. Well, if I curses. Well, I mean, I've already invested into the Fire Pass of Smash Ultimate, so that does not justify. Hey, that's why there's no Mark spinoff. Because you are emulating. So, you're gonna have K blame me for the lack of a Mark spin-off. Yes. Watch watch the blood boil. Nah. She's too sweet. Aww, thank you. Listen, there's gonna be any ramen, and we know that has any sort of edge to her, it's Shona. And if there's gonna be <laughs> any shipping material, it's gonna be made by this podcast. Oh boy, there's... On the off chance... Have fun, YouTube. And the off chance people actually <laughs> yeah. begin to listen to this podcast on Moss, there will most likely be shippings, I'm pretty sure, but that it's happened with a lot of, of internet personalities that I would rather not have That's it. That's why it's being left to you two. Next shipping material. Damn it, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we should I'd probably talk about how the final bosses of Kirby have usually had great music accompanying them, starting from Adventure Wii, with Magalore's second and boss theme, Crowned. One thing that's become very notable about Kirby final boss is that they've gotten some pretty amazing final boss music, usually orchestrated. I'd honestly got, I'm not gonna say, in terms of the final bosses in the Kirby game, Crowned from Magalore Phase 2. Best 
final boss scene in the entire franchise. It's amazing. Hey, hey, no. Also, it's the same fight where Maglor begins to use your ultra copy abilities. He's against you like giant swords, hearts, hellfire, well, fire, and so on and so Actually, forth. Actually, I thought it was hellfire water. Ow. I deserve that. So, yeah, another personal a favorite of mine. And in terms of final boss music, is Solid Grace from Hunt Queen Sectonia Phase 1. Though Fatal Blooms and Moonlight is also good enough. Okay. And that's more or less it for me, remember. I don't really listen to code music as much as I do, well, Sonic or Mega Man X. Unless it's the greatest warrior in the galaxy, in which case, turn that head up to max. But, yeah. Now, Katie. Here comes the biggest challenge of all. Since Reese has not played a Kirby game and is falling out of hand of it, what would you recommend as his starting point? Remember, you're the Kirby f hey, fangirl out here, meaning you actually know what you're talking about. Let's see. That's a very good question. Hello. Well, I showed my cousin Planet Robobot for. Her first time getting into Kirby and she really liked it, but honestly, I'd probably recommend... How about Superstar Ultra? That is that's a DS game, but in terms of have remakes from Nintendo games, it is one of the best ones. You thought Superstar on the SNES was packed with content already? Superstar Ultra is that, but better. I mean, you get to play yeah. as Meta in a campaign, and that involves fighting off against Galactonite, so really... It's automatically one of the best Kirby games it's by default, and I think it was actually well received amongst Kirby fans. It's the worth of not all top the super original superstar because of nostalgia uh, goggles. I have no, no idea. I've never played the game myself, but Kay has. I think it's primarily because of Marks. Well, I think it's just uh, also because Galactonite. Yeah, and there's it's just I, th I, th I just think it's a. Uh, Good game to get into if you want to uh, get started on getting to know the stories and the franchises and everything. I well, think that's a good one to start with. That's actually a good call. Now, personally, I think that's someone that knows damn well that Kirby is basically more or less it's 2D platforming, but easier than Mario in most cases. Though the bosses do tend and to get you a one for your money. However, if I were to recommend a starting point, it would actually more or less be Star. Or allies that you want to get some co-op action in. And because of all the extra content that has been released as free DLC, by the way, it is actually recommended as a good starting point. Marks all you need is a Switch, and that's more or less that's it. And you can play as characters such as Meta Knight, some um, character that gives you the mirror ability, Nen, and there's also Chef Kawasaki. Hey, and... And Dark Meta Knight, let's see, Davroch, Oach, Ad Adeline, Hain Marks, Hux, Hux, the Animal Friends, Hence Gooey, Susie, Megalore, Her, Her Taran, Unza, and of course, the Jam Bastions and Mage Sisters. Yes, it is actually a decent game to get into, though the main campaign is probably not going to be the biggest source of entertainment, as it is kind of by the numbers. It's the ultimate most where you're going to get the most mileage. 
Oh, we're actually getting close to 45 minutes. Maybe we sh- Actually, okay, opinions on Kirby music as a whole. I- I like it. I really like it. I like, um... I like the theme of the Greatest Warrior in the Galaxy. That's very hardcore. Um... I like the theme that plays in that, um... That first level in Planet Popstar that you hear in Star Allies. That's always a nice one. Well, for the most part, it's just it's in my style, but I can see why you I would like it. Now, I think we actually we probably should have wrapped this up. So my brief thoughts on the franchise as a whole. Pretty accessible. Oh, it's still one of Nintendo's has better franchises to this day, and fun fact, there's never been a legitimately bad Kirby game. Something even Mario and Zelda can't say, hey Dave, They've had. You better not be dissing Mario Teacher's typing. No, I'm dissing Hotel Mario and it's all the CDI games. Good. But right. yeah, I should. I'd say that Kirby is definitely one of Nintendo's bigger franchises and has risen in prevalence, especially thanks to titles like hey, Kirby's Adventure Wii. Now, well, if you were to start a franchise, Star Allies is the most recent installment. Though, if you've got a Nintendo Switch Online membership, you can also try out Kirby's Adventure on the NES selection. As it is still a damn good game, and one of the few NES games that has actually aged like fine wine. And so overall, it's yeah. good. I still prefer Metroid and Pokemon and Smash, but still a good series. Katie, your opinions. Um, they do matter. On what? Kirby. Kirby. Yeah. Kirby's one of the, um... Kirby is one of the... Main, franchi main franchises that actually really matters to me. So if, uh, Would you count Klonoa as a main franchise? Or is it more niche? Oh honey, I, I count Klonoa as a main franchise anytime. We'll talk about that some other time, Kate. It can make a guest appearance, but continue on your opinion of Kirby. Um. Yeah. I think Kirby's really cute and it has a really nice story to it, and also, and people online they draw really um, really nice fan art for it as well. Of so the wholesome cool. variety and the badass variety, before we start, that's going places. Yeah, but Reese, now that we're bringing you up, how do you feel about the Kirby franchise after listening? about it from some random schmo and, and a girl that, that treats the franchise like it's one of the best scenes ever. Well, despite the fact that technically this isn't an introduction considering I have played Kirby in my life, um, what I'm hearing is um, get money, play Kirby. More or less, but the first part we know is going to be a bit of a pain in the ass for you. Yikes. Ah well, you win some, you lose some. Well, I mean, you could always emulate like, the GBA games. You monster! I would never emulate in my life! Look, said Dissidia Duo Odessa, Mega Man Alpha Counter X, you told a me Dragon Ball game on the PSP, don't remember what it was, but yeah. So, we're gonna have to go now. Oh, special thanks to Katie for joining us on this as podcast. We're glad to have you. Yeah, thank you for having me here. Yes! It has actually been a nice having you over here for a podcast. We do not back away like this is going to be a Get ship. back together. 
<sighs> so while hey on Reese he proceeds to ship the two of us, we're gonna have have to cut this one on short, even though it's like close to 50 minutes. Next time we'll probably actually do Mega Man X. And on that note, Katie on free. One, two, three. No, this isn't happening. happening. There's, There's no, no reason, reason for me to go, go on. on. What? What, what am I fighting, fighting for? for? <laughs>